Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com Okay. Sometimes, sometimes I want to wild the fuck out. But the bars I be having, they might get a nigga banned from the radio. Banned from TV. Pain. The guard in the building, nigga, so make room My beautiful pain, the album coming Stay tuned, this for those in the jail cell In the day room, my real fans They prayed I make it to sway soon I'm telling y'all, when I make it to flex I'm burning everything down, nigga, David Koresh Yellow tape, white chalk, better make an arrest Two hammers, Bruce Banner, don't make me upset Now listen, I kill your favorite rappers, nigga, ASAP I've been dope since Billy Dan's had the straight backs I've been sick since Tip had the Braves hat I've been getting busy since Diddy was yelling, take that Get out of pocket, I bomb you all Young niggas, respect your elders, Alonzo Ball Y'all pussy, I tuck y'all penis behind y'all balls Five-piece niggas, I don't know what that combo called Now listen, fuck walking, I levitate, cut and dry True Mac, watch how I pimple butterfly I fell off like fuck it, I give another try Whoever said that I ain't the truth, they a fucking lie Welcome back to PolePolitician.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes, like, comment, and subscribe to this interview. I'm now a politic with my homie, RJ Payne. How you doing, bro? I'm good, brother. How you, man? I'm good, man. Heard some great news. Newest inductee of the Death Squad. Yeah, man. Shout out to my whole team, man. We definitely made it happen. The homie Eric Sherman reached out. Um, you know, I got my, my OG, Lord Jamal. He's back with me, so... It's official, man. We made the announcement today. It's definitely official. All right. So we're going to kind of rewind a little bit and tell them how you got there. Because I've been seeing you on Instagram doing the freestyles, uh, Murder in 60 Seconds or Less, right? Yes, sir. Murder in Less than 60 Seconds, definitely. So just how long you been doing those and what inspired you to do those? Oh, man, just a quick recap. Uh, probably, like, early last year, man, I kind of just did a reprogramming. I kind of studied, you know, the younger artists, the little Yachty, the little Bougies. And I was trying to figure out, um, you know, what's making them so relevant more than the people that we claim can really rap. And I figured out what they was doing is they was just more consistent and they was on social media a lot more with their music than the so-called lyricists were. So kind of just took a page out of their book, figured out a little lane for myself. Um, and that was kind of just getting the bars out there because I figured out the battle rap fans and, and stuff like that, they really just want that instant, that instant uh, satisfaction. And I, I figured don't let me give that to the people quicker than just punchlines and bars. They'll figure out I got music and stuff later, but that's pretty much what did it. So I kind of started um, dropping project after project. I dropped seven projects last year and then in the midst of that, I started the murder in less than 60 seconds, and literally, man, everybody from the OG, Lord Jamal, and Missy Elliott, Black Thought, all types of people just randomly started reaching out, man, and there was no no, no help, we didn't ask for it, we didn't take for nothing, it was just, it was just organic, man. Alright, I would say, so who was that first celebrity that kind of hit you up, and you was like, damn, this is for real, and kind of motivated you to keep doing it? 
Um, actually, I think Lord Jamal, yeah, Lord Jamal, he was the first one because I think one day I had saw him. He had he had something called a, a book challenge. He was talking about everybody that's holding the money up to the year on Instagram. He was like, "Yo, if you want to do something, impress me, hold the book up. Let me see what you know. What you put in your brains." It hit me like, "Yo, I got this murder less than sixty seconds. Let me hold up one of the books that I personally been reading and kind of, you know, just give my take on a book challenge." I did it, tagged him in it. The next thing I know, he reposted it. I told him he didn't plan on it. I didn't. I thought he might check it out the most. He ended up reposting it. All of his sixty to seventy thousand followers just started going crazy on my timeline. It started right there. And then who are some more? I saw um, Pete Rock reposted you too. So who are some other? Uh, yeah, man. Like, man. I'll be sure too, right? Yeah, like man, I'll be sure. Pete Rock, Lord Jamal. Um, DJ K Slade, the homie Mike song, just it was like the who's who of the the nicest in hip hop has been showing nothing but love, man. Yeah, I say so. You got the juice. How that feel right now? Ah <laughs> uh, man, yo, it's amazing, man. Especially um, knowing that I didn't do none of the stuff that they say you have to do. Like I didn't take no views. I didn't. I haven't shot a music video in two years. I haven't been on the radio. None of the things that they pump into the artists that they supposedly have to do to get a buzz. I haven't done any of that. And I got that the results that, that most people pray for, man, and I'm just happy to be here. All right. So let's rewind a little bit more because I remember you from back in the day, Ray, man, easy for real. Right. So just talk about, you know, your background and how you got involved with music, the name changes, and, you know, take us to where you are. I at. mean, for those that don't know, I guess the quickest way to recap it, I did originally go by Ray, man, um, I got a long history um, as far as battle rap go and just music in general. I started out, I think the most um, things that I did of substance started when, when I did Making a Band. Uh, Making a Band 2, me and Ines did that together. Um, I actually left that. I was chosen for it. Um, I just didn't like the way the contracts was. I didn't like the, you know, the atmosphere being on TV and kind of just being given challenges as opposed to um, just sticking to the music. So I left that six months later. I won an um, MTV battle, and I got signed to Def Jam. And my life went crazy after that. I signed to Def Jam, um, and it was weird. As soon as I signed to Def Jam, Kevin Lyles, the guy that signed me, he got fired. Um. So it was a whole situation where, I don't know if people know, but when you get signed to a label, if there's no person in, in charge to cut a check, nothing is moving. So we had to wait the process to get out that deal. Um, Back to Philly we go, um, me and my homie Reed Dollars and a few of my other homies, we, we had like one of the biggest movements in Philly just as far as the independent hip-hop go and the rap DVDs. Um, it was called Top Class, we did that. And it just it just spread around. And then the battle culture, of course, um, and everything from the Fight Club, like I said, the MCV battles. And I kind of just uh, took a break through everything in about 2015. I moved down south, and I kind of just had to figure out a way to recharge and do and adjust to the new era of social media. Then what would you say your battle record is? Um, honestly, I don't think I've ever lost a battle. But I think, um, being as though I, I kind of got the success that I wanted from battle rap so early on with, with, um, to make it, uh, with the MTV battle and getting signed at that game, I think I lost my hunger for it very early. So it, it kind of took me a while to realize I was just doing it out of a habit and it wasn't love no and then I had uh, I had Sirius Jones on the fl uh, show a few times. You ever interview um, battled him or no? Nah, I never battled Sirius, man. But shout out to him. We definitely chopped it up for him. Definitely one of the one of the 
legends in the battle rap. See, so we gotta set that up, right? <laughs> ah, man, like yo, listen, I'm I'm a hundred percent content with the music because most people don't know I never intended to battle rap. Like I, my intention was music, but being being as though I was in Philly at the time, the biggest wave that that that, that we had in Philly, everybody know, was the battle rap scene and the PPD scene. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got into it by default. It was never a choice. My my. My outlook on it was to get involved in battle rap and have a bigger light shed on the music. So now I'm at a point now where the music is, is at the top of the list. And battle rap, I'll probably say, I probably will never battle again, man, and I won't miss it. I just still respect it, but it ain't for me no more. And then you, you said you moved down south. You was in Alabama, right? Yeah, man, I'm right. But like, not like you think. Like, most people, when you say Alabama, they like, oh, they think dirt goes. And like, yeah, I'm like... I'm probably like an hour away from Atlanta. So it's probably like the, the travel time of going from like a Philly to New York. Something like that. Like it's, it's not like you think, but I definitely moved down here, adjusted to the southern. Yeah, I've been saying. I don't. I've been saying because I'm from Mississippi, so I don't know. It's, it is how you. <laughs> I've been saying. I know it's got. It had to be different from being in Philly. Well, well, it's definitely I think I guess that's probably why because how is the music scene out there like it's probably like you really do need social media out there or is the music scene all right since you're by Atlanta no honestly the music scene out here is popping because everybody pretty much is going to Atlanta so mm-hmm. a lot of different artists out here in Alabama but what I noticed um but that's probably what made it easier for me is that I have nobody in my lane down here like most people down here are doing traditional southern hip-hop so I literally stick out like a sore thumb, which could be a bad thing, but it's great because I literally have no competition. So I think then, though, I've been down here for about five years, it just allowed me to get better. And then who are your, who is your influences? Oh, man, you know, the the, the, the usual suspects, it'd be the, probably, i say, the people that, 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 that affected me the most, Jay-Z, Big Pun, Sean Price, top of the list. Like, there's mad people other than that and Big L, but like, those four will probably be the most that influence my pen. Who you listen to now? Honestly, right now, um, a lot of Rhapsody, a lot of um, Sky Zoo, they definitely independent hip-hop artists. Um, not too many, man. Like I, I really just try to find stuff that inspire me. So who was the, what was the last song you heard that you would say inspired you? The last thing I heard that inspired me, honestly... It's probably one of those projects. As a matter of fact, I, I can tell you now, the last thing that inspired me, um, the cat I was just talking about, Sky Zoo, he just dropped a new project called uh, Celebration of Us. That joint super inspired me to finish up my project I'm working on right now. Yeah, I'm big on him. I'm trying to get him on the show. I'm going to get him on the show one day, but I've been hitting him up trying to get him on. He's been doing his thing for a while. Yeah, Sky Zoo is a problem, man. More, more people need to know his name, man. Uh, and then I wanted you to talk about, like, far as, because, you know, hip-hop meets self-help. So name some of the things you do far as personal development, self-help. Um, I think, um, for now, the, the, the things that I do now is try to model model my business and just my life after the people that I think are the most successful. Um, and with that said, it's really just a matter of making sure I'm up every day. Like, literally, like, it might sound funny for a rapper, but I'd be up about five in the morning on my social media, making sure I'm posting, making sure my posts look right, making sure my music is out. So, like, I kind of took the the motivational route that they that they give and the motivational speeches be a 
right, but I applied that to the music. So it's like every everything that you could think of that you would do to better your life, I'm applying it to the music. And man, when I tell you the um the benefits man, out this world, man. And then I want you to talk about you saying you dropped a lot of projects. I just want you to give us, uh, you know, talk about some of them. Oh, man. Seven, seven projects last year, man. Literally seven. Um, I got one, I think it started with Max Payne. That was my, like, it's like an original album. But it's not an album, of course. So I got to be labeled as a mixtape, but it's all original. We started with that. Then we went to, um, we did a, uh, actually, we did a tribute to Big L. Uh, pardon me, a tribute to Big L. Shout out to the big homie, Kid Capri, man. He hosted it for me. Uh, we put that out. We put out the uh, Ghost of Prodigy. Basically, I started a, uh, a series called The Ghost of. Mm-hmm. We would take the legends that we felt like wasn't getting their respect anymore or had to have their name talked about in the right way. So we kind of did that to just reestablish that connection. So you got that. You got the uh, Big L joint. You got the Prodigy joint that came after that was hosted by, by Infamous Mind. Prodigy uh, group did that. The homie uh, Big Twin, he hosted it. Then I think we dropped the Ghost of Sean Price right after that. That was hosted by uh, Miss Bernadette Price. I got another joint called The Art of Pain. Uh, and then, you know, that brings, I don't even know how many did you name. <laughs> I get lost sometimes. I got that many. But um, I would say out of those, yeah, it's, 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 about, it's about six or seven project crash. I can't think of everything off me because it's been so many. And I'll say, how did that session go with Pete Rock the other day? Oh, man, let me tell you, man, the, the, the record came out crazy, man. Like, there's so much going on, and I can't really get in depth about, but definitely know we got we got, we got got a joint done already. I got another one in the cut waiting to be worked on. And the way it's looking, man, we, you, might, you might end up seeing a, a, a R.J. Payne and Pete Rock E.T. on the way, man. What's up? And then what's, what's the plans for you and Death Squad? Oh man, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Like we, you know, um, what's the what's the what's the uh, the correct way to say it? I would say the the ink isn't dry yet. So it's a lot of things I can't really speak on. But just know the death squad is being recreated, and as of right now, out of Eric Sermon's mouth, I will be the leader of the new death squad outside of my own personal solo ventures. So this death squad thing is just opening up a whole another door. Yeah, so I said, so how does all this feel? Cause, you know, like I said, I saw you grinding for a few years. So how does it feel? Like, right. seem like you know everything's paying off for you. It's it's amazing, man. Like to go from posting videos on Instagram, seeing myself get fifty views, thirty likes, and knowing that the quality is there, but the, the fan base wasn't. Especially after I, you know, started going by my my real name, so it kind of made it a little more difficult. But then actually. I would just see after the um, celebrities would repost and repost more. My trend went from, I think, six or 700 followers to I'm up to like 13,000 or some, some crazy number at this point. And, and man, it's still amazing. Especially it feels amazing because we had a paid for nothing. There's no fake views, no fake anything. It's all okay. What made you want to go by your real name? Honestly, man, I, I think... Um, I felt for years when I had the name that I kind of outgrew it. I will always feel like as I'm getting older, Rain Man just kind of had a superhero name, a superhero feel to it. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, yeah, I'm getting too old for that. So I kind of just figured out. Um, I took a letter for my first name, the R, and I took a, my middle my middle initial, and I took um, my last name because I was fortunately blessed with two last names, one for my mother and one for my father. So. Took my father' last name, R.J. Payne. And there it goes, man, and it, and it just worked. I didn't think it would work the way it did, man, but it took off. Man. 
So was Izzy for real before Rain Man? Yeah, like it was the same time. Like Izzy for real was just a just an addition, same way you might have Young Hole, oh, okay. Jehovah. It, it was just an addition. It wasn't anything to, to um, differentiate. And then what are some of your interests outside of music? Um, honestly, <clears throat> right now, um, it's more or less getting into. I want to get into the writing field. Like I really want to get into the the, the ghost writing, the, the, the song writing, like. Everything I wanted to censor around the music because I already kind of have my five to ten year plan figured out. Like I already can see what I want to do after I'm finished rapping. So just know it'll always be in the music field, but it'll be more on the writing side. So where do you see yourself five years from now? Oh man, five years from now, you know, it might sound cocky, so please don't take it the wrong way, man, but I see you get a Grammy Award and two. I see me with, with some, some beautiful publishing checks, some beautiful albums out, and just some uh, amazing collaborations like we're already working on now, man. I got a project about March 1st, man. I got I'll Be Sure. I got Jump Mouth. I got Lord Jamar. I got um, Black Thought makes an appearance. Raz Cash makes an appearance. It's just so much going on all on the strip of IG, man. I was going to say, because you, you actually, I interviewed somebody earlier, and they said a Grammy too, but Going by, it seemed like the the tightest rappers gonna win the Grammys. Nah, they don't. But you know, I, I I think a lot of it has to do with the type of songs, who you doing the songs with. That's a lot of things that comes into play with that. But I think where my um benefit is the record that I'm that I'm pretty sure that we're gonna be um I guess submitted to the Grammy for would be with me out sure out sure you know it's already I think a multiple time Grammy winner. And a, and a nominee, so he's going to actually do some hitting. So he got a great chance, man. Even if I'm just in the running, even if it's just R.J. Payne, the Grammy nominee, I'm great. And did you meet, you met I'll Be, I'll be Sure through Instagram, too? Yeah, like, bro, yeah. I've met, you know, everybody. <laughs> Literally, my brother, yeah. I have not, not had one, like, a person hook me up with nobody. Lord Jamal, it's as big of a celebrity he is, he still be like, I don't know how these people are coming around. Like, it's getting to the point we just watch IG and wonder what, what's the next big thing that's going to happen. So how long do you keep, you plan on, you want to keep doing the, the the freestyles for a while? Yeah, like, that's that's my signature, man. I feel like, because um, I'm about to get to a point pretty much right now where I'm about to kind of step away from the free music. So I feel like doing the murder in less than 60 seconds on IG and then recording it, putting it out in mixtape form, that'll that'll be able to give my fans something consistently where they don't feel like I kind of just fell off. But I want to be able to sell the music. I'm at that point now. I think we worked hard enough to, to make it to this level, so now it's time to make money. And then how are you picking which songs you're going to use? Um, Honestly, I'm very meticulous with the music, so I really don't even... um. Make music unless I know I'm using it. Like I don't, I don't record on it until I know this is the hook, this is direction. I know ninety percent of the time I'm going to use it. It's a small, small ten percent at a time that I record something I don't like. But overall, it's easy for me to pick because I already will know who's on it. Like I said, the the, the, the arrangement and everything. Hmm. So for a new artist, anybody they're trying to build their name up in music, what would you tell them? I would say that the number one thing, man, that I want to preach to all artists, don't listen to nobody. There's no blueprint to this, man. There's no right way. So you're going to have nothing but people telling you you need a video by this guy. You need a video to look like this. You need an image like this. You need this many views. Man, all you need is a, a fan base that's 
thousand people. If you can get your own fan base, you can make a good living off of music. Hmm. All right, so I'm gonna say some names, and you just tell me who influenced you more. No doubt. Jay Z or Pac? Jay Z. Biggie or Big Pun? Ah, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, ah, man, I'm punny. All right. Kendrick or Lupe? Kendrick. J. Cole or Big Crit? Ah, man. That's Crit, though. Hit all day. All right. Remy Ma or Nikki? Remy. All right, cool. What would you like to say to your fans? I just want to say thank you, man. Like, genuinely thank you. Like, I... I be feeling like sometimes I say thank you too much and people like a fan or somebody will DM me and just say some encouraging words and I'm always saying thank you, I appreciate it. And I be feeling like sometimes it come off as corny, man, but I know what it feels like to be shine and I know what it feels like when your phone stops ringing. I ain't never going back to that again, so I just wanted to support appreciative for every bit of support that come my way. So my only words is thank y'all, man. How, do, how does that feel when your phone stops ringing? Man, when your phone stop ringing, you gotta you gotta recalculate what, what's going on. And ninety percent of the time, when when the artist's phone stops ringing, it's usually your fault. It's some type of way, and, you know, whether it's the attitude you had, whether it's the way you were spending your money, it's always a lesson that you learn. And, and I feel like I more than learned my lesson because I used to be not as humble at one point. I'll say. So if so, the, the same people start calling you back, you kind of you don't know hard feelings. Nah, you know what, because I, I think at this age, man, and, you know, it's not, I think that's another thing, is, is people are too ashamed of their age and the people they are. Like, I'm 37, and I have no problem saying that, and I think at this age, I just realize it's business, man, and, and the worst thing you can do is feel like people owe you anything or should do anything. People are going to do what they do, and the only thing you can do is figure out your reactions. Hmm. It's funny you say that. I think I just, uh, it was an interview I was watching, um, Eric Sermon. He was saying that uh, actually hip hop is the only music where age matters. Like they don't be saying that shit about Rod Stewart and, and Sting and shit. Uh, but rap I is like everybody you too old after a certain age. I can't, bro. Listen, you got like you said, you got a you got a Bruce Springsteen. These dudes, these dudes is about to turn into dust. Yeah, Rolling Stones. <laughs> super, super older, and it's like they can go out anytime. But then you gonna turn around and tell me that Bow Wow is old school. Like, it just don't, don't make sense to me, man. All right, man. I want to say thank you for coming through politicking with me. Anytime, brother, man. Anything you need, man, keep me posted, my brother. For sure. You want to tell them how, your social media, how to get at you? Yes, sir. I mean, all social media is the same. I am Nothing breaking up on Hit that like button if you can relate to my songs Now let me tell you about them I love my little boy to death I raise hell about him My little boy deserved the best I never yell around him My little boy don't need to stress Baby mother get on my nerves Other brothers they would have left But I'm still here I might act like I don't, but I still care Having babies without a wife, that's my real fear 
But you can't turn a hoe into a housewife I fell in fake love and cried real tears I never figured in my wildest thoughts That she would go behind my back to get that child support Damn, guess I was wrong It's evident as hell Got my heart broken when I got that letter in the mail Court day coming up, three days left Caseworker said I get that free DNA test I say fuck it, do it just for the fun And I found out shorty wasn't my son This can't be life Now that's real talk Real story Meaning it really happened You don't know what that heartbreak is like But yet and still I keep it moving Murder in less than 60 seconds The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash POAudio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.